0: Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart, your fantasy sports news update. We have an elimination game at the NHL Wednesday, and we have another one at the NBA tonight. It's also the last ever game at Oracle Arena in Oaktown. Game six of the NBA Finals tonight is Golden State host Toronto. Tip off just after 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific. Whoa, yeah, music. Current betting line, Warriors minus 2.5, minus 145 on the money line. Raptors plus 125. and a half, actually up to 2.12 and a half now is your updated total. First quarter line, Warriors minus one, minus 140 on the money line. Raptors plus 120, total 53. First half line, Warriors minus one and a half, minus 145 on the money line. Raptors plus 125. Updated series price, it's down. Toronto was 360 earlier this week, now minus 320. Golden State plus 260. You want to talk about sickening prices? Courtside te- seats for tonight's final game at Oracle. Sold for a record $69,000 each. A new NBA per seat record. An anonymous buyer dished out $138,000 on a pair of courtside te- seats for tonight's game. Wow, 138 dollars Kemba Walker likes it in Charlotte a lot. Despite the team struggling to contend, Walker says he wants to make a return to the Hornets his top priority this offseason. Perhaps more surprising is the Walker revelation that he could be persuaded to leave some money on the table. He says he would take less than the Supermax contract. Walker averaged at a career best 25.6 points, 5.9 assists and 4.4 boards per game in 2018-19. But the Hornets posted a third consecutive losing season at 39-43, missing out on the playoffs by two games. Memphis Grizzlies center Jonas Valanciunas will not be exercising his $17.6 million option for next season, but he does intend to negotiate a new deal with the Grizz. After coming over from the Raptors, JV was solid, averaging 27.7 minutes, just under 20 points a game, 10.7 boards, and 1.9 blocks in 19 appearances. The Stanley Cup will make its way through the streets of St. Louis for the first time ever Saturday afternoon. Also, a rally is going to take place at the Gateway Arch after the parade. Golf's third major underway from Pebble Beach. Round one of the U.S. Open. Ricky Fowler, the current leader, at five under par. Scott Piercy and Louis Oostes in one shot. Back notables. Rory McIlroy playing well. Three under. DJ right now is even. Patrick Cantlay teeing off at 425. Brooks Kepka, Mr. Major, tees off at 447. And Tiger Woods, he goes off at 509. And the NFL officials will continue to initiate pass interference calls inside of two minutes. But all Hail Mary calls will now be reviewable. Uh, the league decided to change its replay system after the controversial no-call in the Saints-Rams NFC Championship game. The Indianapolis Colts have made Kenny Moore the highest paid slot corner in the league. Moore agreeing to a four-year extension, $30 million in new money from 2021 to 2023 with a maximum value of north of $36 million. Moore undrafted as well, started 15 games last season. He racked up 11 pass defenses, three picks and one and a half sacks and 77 tackles for the Colts in 2018. The Chiefs have signed kicker Harrison Butker to a five-year, $20 million extension. The Patriots acquired tight end Michael Roberts from Detroit for an undisclosed uh, draft pick. He had 13 catches for 146 yards and three touchdowns in his first two seasons in the Motor City. The CFL, they open up their season tonight in Hamilton in the Hammer. Of the cats hosting the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Current line, Hamilton minus three and a half total in this football game, 48 and a half. First half, Hamilton minus two. They're minus 140 on the money line. Riders plus 120 total in the first half, 24 flat. Let's hit the MLB scoreboard. Atlanta beating Pittsburgh six to five. Braves on fire. Tehran the win. Musgrove the loss. Jackson was save number 10 for the Braves. Minnesota up on Seattle seven to one. We're in the seventh inning in that one. Very, very busy slate tonight in baseball. We will go through all the games here. Give you a couple lines right now. Two games at 705. Arizona. Laying 125 at Washington, eight and a half. Renke versus Feedy. Toronto, laying 40 cents at Baltimore. Stroman versus Genoa, total nine. Three more at 710 Eastern. We got the Angels and Rays. Rays minus 150. Boss Skaggs and Yarborough, nine. St. Louis and the Mets. We got the Mets minus 150. Total seven, Flaherty and DeGrom. Texas at Boston. Red Sox minus 230. Eight and a half. Sampson versus Price at 805. We got Detroit minus 130 at KC Boyd versus bailey doe eight and a half is your total 810 yankees minus 190 at the white sox hap versus nova nine and a half 840 action san diego at colorado rockies minus 150 11 and a half. pitching change strom is going for the padres gray for the rockies and at 10 10 cubs and dodgers dodgers minus 180 eight is your total lester's lester and kershaw Women's World Cup of Soccer, Australia taking out Brazil, 3-2 to two today, that game over the number, South Africa and China, China up 1-0 at the half, I'm Cam Stewart, stay tuned, Gabe Moretz, he hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio, stick around, it's an action-packed Thursday night, we'll go through the whole betting boards, sports talk and a whole lot more, stay tuned everybody Red Heat and Rage, hour one, coming up next
1: All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you Game time
2: decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. The Heat Radio Radio has That is Sports Radio Network, iHeart, doing in. Uh, I believe on YouTube, although I don't see a uh, YouTube uh, video up uh, right now. But uh, we'll get uh, we'll get to that. Uh, I am Gabriel Mornci uh the raging redhead uh cam Stewart uh throwing it down what's up cam hey ben, not much Gabe. just watching the golf right
0: now things are good' Good, like to graduate congratulate the St Louis Blues buddy we got it done last night let's make it six and six let's get it done tonight the six and the six in Golden State
2: let's make Oracle's last game a losing one uh, yeah you're exactly right congratulations for hanging on cam. Uh, congratulations <laughs> for hanging on to the St. Louis Blues. I was, uh, Blues, on. I was And on. Uh, St. Louis Blues, uh, get it done, man. Unbelievable that these guys, the road warriors that they were, 10 and 3 on the road in the playoffs. It's amazing to me. We talked about Tuka Rask, and it's amazing when things
0: uh, happen in one game, Gabe. Jorning Biddington played the best game I can remember a rookie goaltender playing since Patrick Waugh. What he did last night in the first period of that game was absolutely insane the diving for pucks, the vision, everything. You tell you, Boston didn't really play that bad. They just got frustrated. He was an absolute wall there. And that second goal off the end rush where Marchand didn't get off, when they were up 2-0, I'm like, here we go. one nothing. I was like, eh, you know, it's nice. It's nice we got the first goal. And I bet them to get the first goal. But that 2 nothing goal, eight seconds before the period, my old hockey coach used to say it, Gabe, goals first minute in of the period and last minute, absolute killers. They rock a team hard.
2: No, they really do. It's it's especially in the final seconds. I hate that, man, when my team gives up a goal oh. late. As a we goalie, that like,
0: really piss you off. Like, you know what I mean? You let one win like two seconds, you're like, oh, are you kidding me? Like that's
2: it's got to say in your crop. It's the same in any sport really though, uh, to be honest, Kev, if you think about it, like um uh, like a late touchdown is a killer. Like, you know, teams yep. they get that touchdown before the end of the half and then boom and then um they score again coming out and that's what the Philadelphia Eagles did against the Vikings in that NFC conference championship Ball. yep that definitely. game was 7-3 next thing you knew it was 14-3 and then next thing you knew it was 21-3. 21-3 boom just like that with you know a late touchdown remember they scored on a bomb on like one of the last like the one of the last plays in a half instead of running you know taking a knee most teams would have taken a knee They're on like the, their own 15 yard line they freaking threw a bomb man to Torrey Smith and it worked and they got a touchdown and then they scored again on like a prolonged drive to start the third quarter, and it was game over. And similar situation. That game goes into the break uh, one nothing. Cam. Whatever. Boston's still in it. They're feeling good about themselves. They dominate the period. You know, they'll get back in it. That late goal was a backbreaker, and then, you know, subsequently that third goal, well, that, that third goal was the nail in the coffin. Sure was, buddy. Sure was. I'm hoping uh, that another league
0: ends tonight, though, Marenzi playoffs go on too long i don't want to see a game seven i know it's exciting for
2: people take care of business now well, is there a game tonight yeah is there a game, is there a game tonight hail yeah. capper will step up and in. trend Heat AHR uh, Radio Fantasy Sports, uh, Radio Network. Uh, I'm David uh, We apologize uh, for those of you uh, that uh, normally watch on uh, YouTube. Uh, maybe we'll get the video up. Uh, I know there's uh, been it's some uh, some it's streaming back, uh, issues. We're back. Well, I see you and I see me, but it doesn't mean that oh. we're on, King.
0: Oh, okay. When I see you, I assume we're on, right? Before it was no. just
2: black. No, like, right? no, we're not. Uh, we're not on, Yang. Oh, like we are okay. on, but the public doesn't see us yet. There's no video. I'm on the website right now, but it doesn't matter. Whatever. We're on the radio, and we got a show to do. So whatever. It's not my concern really. But just uh, <laughs> keep us updated. There's a difference between us seeing each other and actually being on, though.
0: Okay, now I know. Because yeah. when I see you, I assume we're on the video. You, you'd have All right. to. Now, see, now we're yeah, on. I,
2: see now. Okay, Yeah, I know. I but you black, yeah, you said, yeah, you said we're on. Yeah, but Yang just... Oh no, no, we're on, we're on. We, we weren't on. Guys. Like, just, whatever, man. you know, it is what it is. Um, all right, let's bring in Whale Capper right now. He doesn't have a lot, a lot of uh, time with us here. What's up, Whale Capper?
4: Hey, hey, Gabe Cam, you guys fired up? We've been waiting we're forever f- for this game six. Let's go!
0: Fired up, Whale Capper. Man. Wish uh, we wish we ended it in game five, but hey, life is life. Hopefully tonight.
2: I was more fired up uh, when yeah, I was there yeah. on Monday. I'll be honest with yeah, you, but... Capra. I'm more apprehensive about tonight.
4: Well, I like your chances. Uh, I like the wraps in this game. Um, my my looks going in are actually on the Warriors in the first quarter and the first half. Uh, I think we've seen enough, and and we've established a pretty obvious um, you know signal here that the Warriors uh, they run out of gas. They're le- they're lean. They don't have the you know they don't have the horses to carry offense for a full four quarters. Uh, they're a first half team. They, the, their best chance of winning this game is to get out to an insurmountable lead and hold on for dear life. Uh, I don't know that that happens, um, but I do think that uh, Warriors first quarter and Warriors first half make for good plays. Um, but I'm, I'm licking my chops for an opportunity to come back on the Raptors. If, if people are looking at this game at halftime and like, wow, the Warriors are doing it, they're, they're taking this to seven, you know, we could see a completely deflated line on the Raptors come back. Um, but I, I think they, they've got it in them. I think they can come back in this one, the, the depth that they've you know shown throughout this series the contributions they've gotten from some of the players uh who were untested at this level before have been damn impressive um, we, and uh and quiet i mean you know Quai's a uh, kind of fourth quarter instincts to kick in in that game five and just go on a personal you know 100 run on were were unbelievable uh and um you know the the fact that they were up six and they they couldn't slam the door i'm sure was frustrating um but uh i do like them to uh to seal the deal tonight.
2: Yeah, well, it's too bad that uh, Coach Nick Nurse decided to shut down Kawhi Leonard's run and and call that timeout. Yeah. Um, You know, you you mentioned it. The Raptors have stepped up. The Raptors have been very resilient to bounce back after losses as well. They have been the better basketball team. um, And nothing makes sense anymore. I mean, look, home court has meant nothing. The road teams have won four (laughs) consecutive games.
3: In the series...
2: Stanley Cup last night. Uh, Whale Capper won by the St. Louis Blues, who were ten and three on the road in the playoffs and six and seven at home. Somehow, <laughs> like I don't know how any of this That's makes crazy. sense. Can the Raptors, I mean, saying it out loud that the Raptors are going to you know beat the Golden State Warriors three times in a row in Oakland in the five games uh, of Oracle in the final game of Oracle history, I'd say you're crazy. But I don't know, man. It seems like uh, these teams. The pressure of playing at home is a lot, and we often see this. Uh, Cam, you've seen this in other sports as well, where you know I don't think the Red Sox have won at home, right? When they won the World Series, type deal. Like it just sort of works out where teams you want to win at home, and the players start, I don't know, in the back of their mind, don't tell me they're not thinking about a celebration. And oh God, imagine what the club's going to be like tonight yeah. in an hour. That's it, it crosses their mind. As opposed to when you're on the road, it's all freaking business. You're not worried about, you know, oh, you know what? My girlfriend's here. And, oh, you know, my family's here. And, oh, this is unbelievable. We're about to win. Seems like you're more focused. And we've seen this time and time again. Seems like a lot of championships are won on the road.
0: You said it, buddy. You know, it's been crazy yeah, in the NHL. It's points. crazy. Will Capper. It's just nuts. Like, that's what I you know what, Gabe? I actually think because of that trend, I like the Raptors even more. Because that's the first reaction. How the hell do the Warriors at Oracle in their final game end a dynasty with a loss? People are going to be betting them just for the fact that they can't lose, right? And the crazy things have happened. I also do have some good news, guys. Uh, if you're betting the Raptors, Mark Davis, the crew chief tonight, nine and zero in Raptor games officiated by yeah. him this season. Warriors, uh, uh, three and five. Yeah, I don't can. know what the other. Yeah. So that's uh, that's to the three Raptors, nine and 9 and zero.
2: Yeah, they're three and five. The Golden State Warriors. The Raptors are nine and zero with Mark Davis uh, officiated uh, games uh, this year. Um, you know, the one thing that's weird, well, Capper, is the fact that the game is in Oakland yet all the money continues uh, to come in on 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 the Raptors. And I haven't really spoken to anybody that said, "Yeah, I think uh, I think that the uh, the uh, the Warriors are going to win this game tonight." Seems like everybody's sort of convinced. That the Raptors will end this, that Golden State somehow are out of gas. You know, I don't really look at it like that. I mean, it's going you know, to Curry's going to be Steph Curry, Clay's going to be fired up uh, tonight. It's the final game ever at Oracle. If anything, I would actually argue the Warriors aren't getting enough respect coming into tonight.
4: Hmm, interesting. Um, so go on to a couple points. Uh, I agree with your kind of overall. Kind of assessment of it's really strange how little home court has mattered uh, this year in the playoffs and and not just in the NBA but also the NHL. It's strange. Uh, and your you know your your supposition that it's kind of all about business is I don't think is misguided. I think there is a little bit uh you know that these guys are acting more and more like professionals. You know this is the, these the Raptors especially the way they handled business in Game Four was unreal coming off that court. Um, and you know, if you, but you got you got a feeling from the, the crowd, I felt like in, in, at Oracle in game four and in game three, uh, that they they weren't really in it. They weren't in it to begin with. Uh, you know, they were, they were fired up in the first half and in you know, if you, if you kind of break down the data, if you dig through the numbers, you see that uh, in the playoffs, when you have two relatively evenly matched teams, like, like, you know, t- Take out, like, examples like Warriors versus Cavs from last year. You know, take out examples where it was just a complete and utter mismatch. When you have evenly matched, matched teams, home court tends to um, be much more apparent in the first half of games than in the second half of games. Uh, a lot of that could be just kind of, you know, the crowd gets tight. The crowd in Toronto felt like they got tight when, uh, when, when the six-point lead turned into a three-point lead and the three-point lead turned into a tie game. Like, that crowd felt tight to me. Uh, and you know, if you're, if you're looking for the crowd to give you that boost of energy to get you across the finish line and they're tightening up on you, that can have impacts. There's no doubt about that. Um, so, I mean, as far as if you, if you feel like there's value on the Warriors, uh, at the current number, and I'm not sure there is. I think it's a pretty fair number. Um, I do though think that uh, in the first quarter, in the first half, where you get a little bit more energy from the crowd and a little bit more of a signal from home court advantage, that uh, that you do see uh, see an edge there. Um, but uh, but all, all this goes without saying. You know that Oracle's not the same place it was back in the back in the heyday of you know run TMC and you know the the true diehard. Um, you know, Warriors fans, like this is what happens when you're five years into a dynasty, you know, like the, the tic- tickets are a couple grand a pop for these games. Like you, you, these are the, going to be the most expensive tickets they sell for the entire, you know, not only is it the last game ever in Oracle, these are gonna be the most ex- expensive tickets that have ever been sold for a game at Oracle because this is the last game. And I think all, you know, all of that tends to kind of change the complexion of the crowd the motivations of the crowd a lot of these people are people there with money who are there to be seen as opposed to people who have lived and died and you know breed warriors day in day out i mean that's not to say that there won't be some of those people there but the proportion will be smaller uh and so it's it's kind of it's it's all worth kind of noting that you know it it doesn't change the fact that the warriors are, are are leaking oil the, the step has carried an enormous proportion of the offensive load for a ton of games. The Raptors have consistently outplayed him in this series, and they're the better, deeper, stronger, more healthy team. Uh, and all that does point to to the Raptors getting it done tonight.
2: All right, hanging in here, Will Capper. We'll take a quick break. We got a couple of more minutes with Rail Capper on the <laughs> other side. Game time decision Good day, game This continues. Ready to face our radio fans. Supports our radio network. I am Gable Reddy. throwing that back, camp Bill Cap. You, you can find him on Twitter, Whale Underscore Capper. Uh, we what got him for a couple of uh, more minutes. And I agree with you, uh, Whale Capper, what you said about the crowd and the dynamic. This is—it's hardly the uh, the black hole and Oakland Raider fans um, that are uh, that are at these games. <laughs> yeah. It's a hedge yeah. fund billionaires that uh, shove basketball players that uh, you know would cross the, the to the other side of the street if they're walking <laughs> down the street in, in the real world Toronto has done a good job at that um, and I've complained about this as a diehard Raptor fan uh, with the pop like you said man it's the classic uh, man th- this band sucks now because they're popular <laughs> you know what I mean and the classic <laughs> look I saw I saw Metallica open up for wasp. All right, it was like <laughs> it was like sixteen sixteen hundred people at the show. Calik opened up for Wasp. Yeah, you know, fast forward to Hey, you know I liked it a lot better when I was one of the you know when it was just the, the hardcores and all that type of stuff. But the Raptors have done a good job at that. You know what's amazing though? The cheapest ticket to get in tonight is only five hundred and eighty nine dollars, and the cheapest mm. ticket to get into the Raptors game is $2,089 if it goes to Game 7. And you're, you're right, because I've seen these stories about how uh, tickets sold for like $160,000 for two tickets tonight and $48,000 to sit next to the Warriors bench right near where Curry takes that shot in the tunnel before the game starts and all that type of stuff. But I think that market, guys, if you're that rich and it's all Silicon Valley money and tech money, those guys wouldn't be caught dead. They're not hardcore fans enough that they're going to sit in the last row of a dumpy arena like the Oracle. Um, and then conversely, true hardcore guy on the street still can't afford the 600 bucks. So it's a weird dynamic where yeah, I would have dollars actually right. pretty cheap for this game tonight for the cheapest tickets. But And as you stated, it's not an intimidating crowd and the Raptors clearly have not been intimidated by this. You know, I think it's basically, you know, the Raptors do have them on the ropes. They should have knocked them out the other night. The, the you know, it was like a champion boxer whale capper that, you know, found a way to survive another round. Uh, but they're still on the ropes right now. Not to mention, Draymond Green's one technical foul away from being suspended. So if he got a tech tonight, he wouldn't even play in a game seven. I think if they just sort of let Kawhi do his thing and get out of the way and people step up, just do their job, um, you know, if they just play their game, the Raptors are the better team, and they should be able to win tonight.
4: Yeah, keep them in, keep them within arm's reach through the first half. You know, just just give Kawhi the chance to take over the game late, uh, and uh, and let it let all the rest of the chips fall. I'm hoping can, that we sort of like. start on a you know it, it, 17-0 we, run. run. <laughs>
0: 17-0 run. Oh. I don't.
4: I don't want any stress.
0: <laughs> That's a good one.
4: <laughs> based on based on what we've seen this based on what we've seen this series, I don't think you want an early lead, really and uh, truly. I, I mean, you know, like, uh, like 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 early lead has led to complacency. It's led to the lack of taking chances and making adjustments at halftime that have been necessary. I, I honestly like other than game one where the Raptors basically dominated from wire to wire. We have not seen a game like that. Like they have all been a little bit of a tale of two halves to a degree, uh, and I, I, you know, I, I honestly like Nick Nurse is, get, get, has gotten deserved criticism for his, you know, his timeout usage in the in the killing the momentum there uh, in Game Five. But other than that moment, he has coached his ass off in this playoff series he's made amazing adjustments at every halftime opportunity and uh i would expect more of that tonight and you know it's it's you know make make curry do some extra running in the first half make clay do some extra running in the first half test his hammy out a little bit um you know get gas boogie cousins in the first half you know like you you can you can make the warriors work hard over yeah get him in foul. exact take him out of the game get him his mind out of the game like you can do things in the first half that sets you up to take come back hard in the second half of this game and put this series away if you're the raptors and and it's my hope and my expectation that that's what that's how this goes down
0: what do you, think about the total? What do you guys think about the total in this one 212 it's uh kind of been bouncing around i saw two under 11, two <laughs> uh, yeah i was thinking the under too i was thinking the under like uh Two twelve. I think a lot of people yeah. will bet the over. I yeah. think this game I think we're gonna see some defense tonight, Marancy. I think 212 twelve we'll, we'll go under tonight. Keep digging.
4: Yeah. I will say this about the total uh, real quick and then I gotta bounce. The uh yeah. Nick Nurse has shown a really smart knack for pushing the pace and and really, you know, driving driving the pace in an effort to try to get it curry exhausted. And in those instances, you'll see some flurry of scoring that will really test your resolve if you're holding an under ticket. (laughs) So if you, if you're like us and you're feeling an under, you may, be, you may be better off waiting to halftime. You may be better off waiting till fourth quarter even because, you know, the longer this goes into the game, the, the, the more tired these guys are going to be uh, and the, the harder it will be for them to hit the shots. And, and you could see, uh, you know, you just could see the game, you know, crawl, go, turn into like a crawl pace, uh, which, again, favors the Raptors. So, um, you know, I think, uh, I, I think uh, it's going to be a fun game tonight. And, um, you know, hopefully we're celebrating and we're talking next week that the Raptors win their first ever title.
2: Whale Capper, find him on uh, Twitter: uh, whale underscore Capper. Audio Boom for his podcast. Thanks for the time, Capper. Hey, best of luck, guys.
0: Thanks, uh,
2: Whale Capper, uh, with us. Is as, he going to uh,
0: the, to uh measure the the plates, Gabe? I didn't you know, ask. The, yeah, uh, it's got it's got to be California this time of the he year. Said, I'm, I got I got I got to believe that there's busy some movements. Yeah, he's okay with a job like that too not like he's working down at the pizzeria like that's uh that's plus he's
2: life-changing he's got stuff his, he's got his own shows too right he's got his own podcasts, and he's got he's got a bunch yes. of stuff excellent i don't know he he was all ready to go right at 4 30 till you asked him that final question
0: i <laughs> thought we should talk about the total but uh, we got him out pretty quick
2: I like how he gave me a yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah, yeah, go. Gotta, gotta
0: run. Yeah. Hey, Will Capper, what are you doing today? <laughs> yeah, I'll ask you another one.
2: I was just about yeah, to get him out. today. Uh.
0: Hey, we're all friends here. Oh, he was cool. He's cool. He was in a rush though. You could tell. Yeah, he had. To, he had yeah, to. Work.
2: All right. <laughs> and you know it too, because normally he's a very long talk. Let's be Oh, I know. Like, That's the point. Great. Question. Take ten minutes. Like
0: Ex- excellent point. No, it's very true. Yeah, usually he he can really go on for for a while and. The answers are a little bit quicker today, but I, I agree with uh, w- with a lot of his assessments of the game too, Gabe. Very, very important to get their their bigs in trouble early. Uh, try to try to come up with a system, uh, the the run and gun. Try to try to get these guys winded, and then take advantage of your bigs inside. And you said Kawhi Leonard, he does his thing. All these guys, you got to hit your open threes. Green's got to be there. Van Fleet, Norm, if he goes out there, those guys when they're open, they got to nail their shots. If they do, I think uh, uh, we're gonna win outright, and uh, it's party time. I, I, I really believe, though, Gabe, like, it's one of those things, like, you can't screw around, man. Like, I don't want to see, like, ooh, game seven back. You know, it's going to be amazing. No, no. You take care of business when you can. You don't leave a, a team like the Warriors with the pedigree that they have. Give them any hope. You got to end it now. Tonight, it's game seven. I'll be re- very, very worried if it goes to a
2: game seven. Very worried. I'm already very worried, and Yeah. Have you let worried. a team... You let a team that this is good, this good, off the hook, man. You're putting yes. yourself in a very, very tough, difficult so uh, true. situation. So true. That the Warriors have a a winning pedigree, a championship pedigree. Mm-hmm. The Raptor, you know, like I said, we've kind of trolled them quite a bit and nearly escaped. Nearly escaped, you know, with the the Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard King of the North billboard um, in, in in Oakland uh drake trash talking them uh now the raptor fans and the cheering of the kevin garnett uh kevin uh, durant stuff has been um has been like sort of blown up and over exaggerated and they're going to be doing it for kevin durant here tonight and all this crap so there's just there's so much there's a lot of emotion not to mention it's the freaking last game ever in this freaking building i know of course, I it's know. got to be this like history but hey, what better way, man, if you want to be you want to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? We got to beat him. Yeah, we got to beat him. It's like any championship fight, man, is going to go back and forth. You're going to have to, you know, show resiliency in the same way the St. Louis Blues uh did last night. Look, the Blues did what the Raptors um you know have to do. Go in there, keep it close in the first quarter, start yep. to pull away, go on a run that'll just take the building out of the game, and then hang on for dear life, right? You know, like, they should have been able to do this the other night. They got caught up in it a little bit, I think. They got overly excited. Nick Nurse overthought things. He should have just let hold, man. And, you know, he did it. It is what it is. But I do think the Raptors have been better in the series. I think they're the better team. And as long as, you know, they don't prevent themselves from winning, they can win this game tonight. But you know this as well as I do. The Raptor players are pretty unpredictable, bro, on the road. We don't know. They sure are. Yeah, they can go ice cold or be red hot in everything. Yeah, you You're don't so know. Red. One There's of them no might be hot. Yeah, two of them might be good. Three of them might suck. Like they're very the Raptors are a very weird team like that. And they've been very, very they've been fortunate that in pretty much every game it's been Kawhi Leonard and somebody. You know, somebody steps up massively. A couple of games ago was Ibaka, with that twenty points out of nowhere. It's been Gasol. Kyle Lowry's done it a couple of times. It can't just be Kawhi Leonard. It has to be everyone has to be involved. But I'm talking like next level stuff. Like Kawhi Leonard's going to do his thing. Somebody else on the Raptors tonight has to have a big ass game tonight. Like they have to be one of the Elks,
0: It has to be one of their bigs. That's the advantage that you still have. That's the thing, right? When I look at Golden State, you could go and go. You got to go inside against those guys a lot. Like you got to p- penetrate, commit, get them to suck into some fouls, get angry, get barking, that type of thing. We've seen it, man. Ibaka has a switch where he goes bonkers for a while. If he can maintain that level of play, it'll be a very, very fun
2: evening tonight. The countdown is on. The tension builds, and yeah, I can't take, uh, kick seven. Like, I won't be able to handle. No, 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 no. I'm I'm already kind of on edge and getting pissed off right now to begin with. We shouldn't even be freaking playing tonight.
3: You let him off the hook!
0: serious about fantasy football it's never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season and roto experts has you covered with their nfl 365 fantasy football package including the best map day seasonal projections and rankings anywhere on the internet davis maddock and the roto experts provide dynasty season-long betting ball, and nfl draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play save 10 percent at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com.
2: Thank you very much. uh, The Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart. Uh, All right.
0: If you want to... We got good news, Gabe. I I really hope you went to... It's early. It's early, but uh, Xander Shifley hit an eagle on the final hole. He wasn't even playing that good today. Like He was actually at plus one at one point. He finished at five under. He's tied for the lead with Ricky Fowler. I know he's. Uh, we got uh, some interest there. The only guy who's not playing great that we have is Dustin. But you know what the thing is? It's not like he shot three or four over, even, only five back. And he's the type of guy, he's like a horse, Gabe. He always is slow out of the gate, but
2: he finishes strong. So we're,
0: we're in uh, contention. Great start by uh, Shifley.
2: Five under, good start. Yeah, one thing that I've learned uh, about, about golf, and I've learned about life, <laughs> don't get excited and, yeah horse racing etc exactly you know opening opening rounds and um and uh, opening days and um help early in series is a, and everything else in between yeah but listen we both liked uh Shaffley a lot and um man the guy's put five birdies on the board he's got an eagle he's put up uh, 60 fantasy points uh, already uh right now uh, he's a uh, five, five under very impressive, uh, very impressive round uh, for Shoffley. Yeah,
0: Shoffley's uh, playing really, really good. Great start. I'll tell you something, Gabe, uh, I got to go uh, fuel up Mr. Green because I have a lot of pending things, but I'm going to tell you this and I won't say this very often in my life. Uh, Ricky Fowler, this this tournament, uh, I, I think he's almost like I, I love him like at for top 10 now, anytime, whatever to win. I'm not sure if he's going to win, but I can definitely see him like second and third. He will be there till the very end of this tournament. I watched him play today. He even missed some short putts. He yeah, was Second and third
2: not good enough for him. That's like, you know, the, 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 we've already been through this with him, second and third and stuff. That's okay yeah. if you bet him top ten before. Yeah, like I us. did in the last no, tournament, not, he screwed us. I'm not us. talking about
0: him. I'm talking about us. You know what I mean? We still get him like a T6 and get some whatever. You're right. He should be winning these type of tournaments, but He's just one of those guys. I am not a I'm just saying the I'm
2: not Okay, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not giving him any. Ooh, that's great. Oh, he's going to finish in the top 5. I mean, at some point he's got to win. He's got to he's got to win one of these. So what happened to John Rom? John Rom was lighting it up earlier.
0: Yeah, he he came back. I think he finished at 3 under. Let me just check. But John Rom is a very he's a really interesting guy, but he's volatile. We've talked about it with uh, Dan Daly. John Rom will make a couple loose swings and his temper it's not good for business like when me and you go out there, and you know, we're worm burning and hacking and having some beers and some smokes. And, you know, we're hitting it three fairways over. Yeah, I'm going to get pissed off. You rage. I rage. He's a professional golfer. He's got to settle down a little bit because it's a long it's a marathon, not a sprint. He's just a very, very emotional guy. And you need emotion in golf, but at the right times. The problem with him is it's it's not a lot of happy. It's more just I want to kill people. Type of rage, like he's got sports rage, Morantzi. You and John Rom should do a golf show together, because he is he's raging all the time. Like he he's never he's not a happy camper. He finished at I two like under.
2: To, he finished it. I like two to under. play a round of golf with him. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, Rob, he hit Rob. He'd, um. he'd kill me with a club. <laughs> he might. Kill the hell's taking you me. so long. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, R- Ricky Fowler is uh, yeah five under. Shuffley, five under. Louis Oosthuizen, not a player. A lot of people are talking about five under. <laughs> Scott Piercy, four under. Very Scott Piercy. Sep Straka.
0: Yeah, I don't. Don't worry about Sep Straka. He's a Thursday warrior, buddy. I, I watch. I watch golf every weekend. He does this a lot. Lots of Emiliano good. Emiliano Grillo,
2: nice That's start an, under. Watch out for Rory. Gary Woodland is uh, also in the mix. So you Rude. know, it's still too early, but seems it like there's a few of the usual suspects up here.
0: Yep, usual suspects it's funny lisa texted me and she goes i got a weird feeling about who's and i don't know what it is with this chicken golf game like literally when we were in vegas she got wasted and I, she goes i'm gonna go to sportsbook and bet golfers i don't want you to tell me who she goes and bets ryan moore charlie hoffman and like ct Penn, that tournament second second and like eighth i'm like what the hell is going on here so i don't know and she's got a vibe i should start listening she goes i like louis for some reason i'm like why would you like Louis Oosthese in, like, not even in good form <laughs> or anything? I don't know what it is, man. Just throw the dart. Pew! Uh,
2: like, still uh, some big golf and,
0: names. Golf and tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cantley. Tee Cantley's off. just on the course, Gabe. Uh, an update. Brooks Kepka is on the tee right now. He's teeing off. And Tiger Woods, great pairing. Justin Rose, Jordan Spieth, and Tiger Woods all playing together today. Teeing off in about twenty minutes.
2: Yeah, Webb Simpson out of Scott and uh, Victor Hovland also. Uh, set oh, yeah. the key off in about two Victor. minutes. Actually,
0: I got some bets on Victor Gabe. I I I practice what I preach when I gave you Victor for your DFS lineup. I got him in a matchup bet today at like plus one forty uh, against um, who is it? Some guy Kinholt or something? Some Swede on the European tour. I, I believe in Victor Hov- Hovland. I think he's actually going to make the cut this week and and play and, well.
2: And he's plus two fifty to be the uh, he's plus two fifty to be the uh, the top amateur. Oh, I love that. I love that. Current odds right now. Ricky Fowler is 8-1. to one. That's a Rory McIlroy is 8-1. to one. Hmm? Xander Shoffley is 8-1 to one as well. Wow. Yeah, we, are, we, we got him at
0: 28, so we're not going to do anything there.
2: Kepka. What about Brooks Kepka? He's at 10-1, right? Now.
0: Yeah, he's teeing off. He hasn't uh, played a hole yet. He's literally on the tee-off blocks right now. I'm watching it. Cantlay got a nice up and down from the first hole. He's going to be very dangerous this week. He's 18. Now you get, see, this is interesting. So DJ's five shots back, Gabe. Now he's 20 to one, not eight to one. That's something I'd look at. Like I might put, I might do what I did with the Blues. Do it the other way. A little more,
2: Gabe? Do I push in a few more chips? Mm, we'll see. We'll yeah, Dustin see. Johnson's now 22 to one. That's at fans. wow, 22. You're getting even two points of extra value. I love it. He's only five shots back with three rounds to go, Gabe. It's five shots back, and, like, a bunch of players haven't even teed off yet. We can't be given the tournament to anyone. I've seen people online blow up all the time with this stuff. Like, I saw the all-Hill John Rahm train earlier no. today. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like, no, guys, no. it's the first couple of holes of a four-day no. tournament. <laughs> exactly.
0: No, but I'm saying this about Dustin Johnson. My argument's different. Oh, no, you're he's getting, in this. You're team. getting you're right. him at 8-1 to one at the start of the tournament. He's only five shots back with three rounds of golf to go, and he's 22-1 to one now. That tells me I'm in again. Put it in, Gabe. I'm telling you, he'll be there. That's a good price.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get my. Uh, I didn't get my Shoffley bet in. Uh, so I need. Yeah. I need the odds to go back down. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like for for other golfers and Shoffley to balloon back up. He won't stay at eight to one. If, you know this, this stuff, this stuff's gonna bounce around.
0: Yeah, it will because um, guys are still playing right now. You know. And uh, yeah, say some guy, say Brooks Kepka goes low and shoots eight under today, which he can do. Yeah, that'll that'll inflate everybody else's odds. And he, he people people are gonna smash him regardless due to how well he plays in the majors, right? Guys, won half the majors he's ever played in. Victor Hovland just smoked an iron right down, down the fairway, Gabe. <laughs> I, got a, I got a good fair. I got a good feeling about this kid. He's not intimidating. He's playing with Brooks Kepka too. They're just like handshakes. Let's go, buddy. This kid's the real Cam, deal. Gabe's
2: feeling it. I am. Uh, Kem's feeling it. You know what? My uh, my lineup's not bad. We're just getting going. But Shoffley, I can't be doing much better. I got him uh, nope. in my in my fantasy lineup. I've got Great Dustin fix. Johnson. He'll start to get going. Lucas Glover is um uh, right now. He's uh he's just uh, teed off as well. And we got Adam Scott and Webb Simpson set to tee off, as well Love as uh, Victor Hovland just teed off uh, too. So we'll keep uh we'll keep people uh, up to date uh, with that. Uh, Stanley Cup last night, uh, Boston uh, Bruins, St. Louis uh, Blues, uh, massive numbers, massive numbers on television uh, last night uh, for for the National Hockey League and for NBC's Game 7 averages total audience delivery of nearly 9 million viewers. (laughs) That's great for hockey.
0: Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Who's knocking hockey? 9 million viewers? Come on now. Imagine it was like Boston and like the Kings or Boston and San Jose too. That would be even bigger
2: numbers. The most viewed game under the current NBC uh, deal was the most watched uh, game in the United States since 1994. Um, uh, most watched NHL game on record since 1994. 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs have been the most watched in 23 years. Yeah, up six percent versus 2018. Hey man, so I guess Telling. I guess us yeah. hating it, it doesn't doesn't. Uh, yeah, I got to give them credit. 2019 Stanley Cup Final is the most watched final in four years, up 11 uh, percent uh, uh, versus 2018. Yeah, and uh, last night was uh, their most streamed NHL game ever. So congratulations to the NHL, uh, big numbers. Hey, listen, it's a good product, and it was it was a good series. It was. It was a good
0: series. It was a good product. I also think it's uh it's gonna get better. Uh the acquisition of Vegas and um you know, I think a lot more people on the West Coast are in it. This is good that St. Louis won, big chunk of people in the Midwest. Chicago already has their market, Boston has their markets, right? Canada, yes, Montreal, Toronto, everywhere, everyone's got their markets. So this is good. Like the Vegas thing is helping the league, and I think uh I think it's gonna continue to grow. Also in your neck of the woods, Gabe, the New York Rangers and New Jersey Devils have the one and two picks in the draft.
2: That's good for business too.
0: I think uh, if I was investing right now, I'd I'd put a little in on the NHL. The stock's going up, not down.
2: Now, I I noticed that uh, Sportsnet's not boasting about great numbers uh, for for the Stanley Cup final. No, no. If if their ratings were good, they would have announced them. Um, I imagine they weren't uh, great. Um, I don't know, though. We'll see if we can get the Canadian numbers. Uh, But Gary Bettman could give uh, two shits about the (laughs) Canadian numbers and about Canada. So uh he's uh, he's in a good mood that NBC yes. delivered uh nine million people. He's already got Roger six billion dollars. He could exactly. give uh, he, if he didn't care who's watching, uh, who's watching now. Yeah, I was talking talked about this a bit, uh, I talked about it this a bit this morning about it was about the women's soccer team and they're celebrating. And yeah. I brought it up with you yesterday too. I said, remember Team Canada was against Latvia. They scored 16 goals. They won 16 yep. nothing, And they won 16 nothing, And they couldn't freaking score after for the rest of the series, if you remember, oh, the rest of the tournament. They were hitting <laughs> post-saves like they could not yep. score. All and goalies would like, stand well, on their heads. <laughs> <and> <laughs> like, you know, you guys ran it up. You scored 16 goals and gave us the old goal differential crap about it and defense of it after and same thing you guys celebrated and stuff and you know you see the same thing with the US uh women's team it just makes everyone hate you and cheer against you even more it just creates more pressure and animosity down the road in my opinion but similar situation with uh with Brad Marchand hey listen the guy's a great player cam he's you know I think he's a he's a, an annoying prick uh yeah, but I do player. credit him for being a great hockey player but it's amazing that he made a mistake that basically like an eight-year-old kid makes in Timbits. No, 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 Timmy, not now, not now, Timmy, stay on the ice. No, get back, get like, back, yeah, get, get back, Timmy, get back. Like it's like it, honestly, that's like Funny. Timbits hockey stuff. Yo, yo, like no, 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 Brad, stay, no, 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 no. Like I don't like it was. Crazy. I don't know if he thought there was a minute left, but it's just amazing to me. And I brought it up this morning that a guy that is so smart, like, hockey IQ-wise. I mean, he does all the little things right, this guy. Like, for him to S up like this unbelievable.
0: It was, man. When I watched it, I thought it was, like, a mistake. I'm like, look at the lane. Boom. Backhander. Here we go. You said it, man. Rainfart.
2: cost a big time. That's one. Of, that was pretty much the game. It was. That was that was the game. There are a couple of turning points, so we'll, we'll hit this on the other side. But I was going to say, no one feels sorry for him now, though, because he's a jackass. All right, great job, gang. Uh, Thank you. Uh, thanks to uh, the crew in the pit. I know it's been a difficult day with uh, the streaming and uh, internet uh, shortages. We appreciate uh, you guys uh, getting uh, getting everything uh, up and running. Uh, Steve Merrill will join us. Steve can't join us tomorrow, so Steve's going to step in uh, today and uh, join us at about 5.09. Talk a little NASCAR, uh, a little advance to a NASCAR with Steve, but uh, we'll focus in on the NBA. Uh, NBA game uh, this evening. A uh, lot of stuff I want to get to with the uh, the NBA here tonight, but um, uh, as I was talking about as we went to the break, uh, Cam. So, like, you know, even when they won, dude, Brad uh, w- was ungraceful. Remember when they were with that? Uh, what's the kid's name? Bustakis or whatever. You know, the kid with the hair. Um, and normally everyone, no one likes that kid with the hair. <laughs> normally, normally people are like, dude, man, what's the deal with your hair?" Yet. After uh, Marchant, like, uh, treated him like crap that night, he, he made that kid uh, the victim. Like, you know, he's just not a nice guy. So, you know, when you're a dickhead and you treat the media like crap and you treat other your opponents like crap and you're just you're just a jerk to everybody all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Then people are going to laugh at you when you make that mistake. Now, I didn't troll him because I've been complaining about this, about people being dickheads on, on, online and stuff. So I was going to be that guy. I don't have to, Cam, because I know how much that's burning this guy up all summer. He's got to be burning all year. And there's going to be people that are going to chirp him, even back home. Someone's going to drive by on the road. Hey, nice line change. You know, uh, people are going to chirp the rest of his career with (laughs) this stuff. Hey, Marsha, nice line line change. (laughs) That's
0: the best. Hey, I got something to say. Nice line change you're right that kyle kid from sportsnet too i gotta hand it to that kid he was a real professional i've interviewed guys before and when when a guy dodges you like that you get a little bit rattled like you know me me game i kind of like give you the rodney danger feel like oh what are we gonna do here that kid was smooth smoother than uh he was smooth like glass man he didn't get rattled
2: his hair stayed really nice that kid's got yeah, a great
0: quam too
2: that kid sort of like i said he always annoyed people he came out of nowhere, he was young. Yeah, like this young kid with the hair, and everyone like that sort of gave him some credibility. i like, oh, yeah, he's all right back in. He had a little hair good. Not, you know Yeah, don't be like people with hair like that. Oh, no, real free Nice, dude. Nice hair, though. Nice,
0: Yeah, no, it's good to see a kid with a lid like that. Uh, usually, real cream used for seniors. But anyway, we'll show you what this guy. Great hairdo. Uh, elimination game of the NBA tonight. It's all over for Oracle 2 in Oaktown. Going to be his- historic. Game 6 of the NBA Finals tonight. A few hours away. Toronto Raptors-Golden State tip-off just after 9 p.m. Eastern, 6th Pacific. Betting line. Warriors down to 2.5, minus 145 on the money line. Raptors, plus 2.5, 125. On the money line, there and we got a total of 212. First quarter Warriors minus one, minus 140 money line, Raptors plus 120, total set at 53. First half Warriors minus one and a half, minus 145 on the money line. Updated series price down, Toronto minus 320, Golden State plus 260. Courtside seats for the final game at Oracle selling for a record $69,000 each, a new NBA per seat record. An anonymous buyer dished out $138,000 for a pair of courtside seats for tonight's game. Mark Davis, the crew chief tonight, Raptors 9-0 in his games, the Warriors 3-5. Kemba Walker liking it in Charlotte a lot. Despite the team struggling to contend, Walker says he wants to make a return to the Hornets, his top priority this offseason. And uh, perhaps more surprising is the revelation that he could be persuaded to leave money on the table. He says he would take less than the Supermax contract. Walker, a great season. 25.6 25.6 points, 5.9 assists, and 4.4 rebounds a game in 2018-19. Hornets, though, still missing the playoffs. Memphis Grizzlies center Jonas Valanciunas will not exercise his $17.6 million option for next year, but he intends to negotiate a new deal with the Grizz after coming over from the Raptors. He was fantastic in Memphis. 27.7 minutes of play, 20 points a game on average, 10.7 boards, 1.9 blocks in 19 appearances. Stanley Cup Parade this Saturday in St. Louis, also a rally after the party at the Gateway Arch for the Blues, winning their first-ever franchise Stanley Cup. golf major, it's underway right now, the third of four majors, round one of the U.S. Open from Pebble Beach. We have a three-way tie for the lead now. Ricky Fowler, Xander Scheifele, and Louis Oosthuizen all lead at five under par. Rory, a good round today, three under, two back. DJ in the clubhouse as well. He is five off the pace at even par. Tiger Woods, he goes off in about seven minutes' time, playing alongside Jordan Spieth and Justin Rose, power threesome there. And the NFL officials will continue to initiate pass interference calls inside the two minutes, but now all Hail Mary plays will be reviewable by the league. The league deciding to change its replay system after the controversial no-call in the Saints-Rams-NFC Championship game last year. More bad news for the Cleveland Browns, this one just in. Several veterans pissed at quarterback Baker Mayfield's comments regarding t- a disgruntled running back Duke Johnson. The second-year quarterback publicly chastised Johnson you know saying? He didn't want to be a part of the team. You're with us or without us. And uh, the rest of the veterans on the team, none too impressed. Also, Duke Johnson, the guy just wants playing time here. He's going to be behind uh, Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb there, third on the depth chart. Indianapolis Colts have made Kenny Moore the highest-paid slot corner in the league. Moore agreeing to a four-year extension, $30 million in new money from 2021 to 23, a maximum value north of $36 million. Moore was undrafted, great player. Started 15 games last year, racking up 11 pass defenses, three picks, one-and-a-half sacks, and 77 tackles. Kansas City Chiefs assigned kicker Harrison Butker to a five-year, $20 million extension. The CFL, Thursday night football tonight. Yeah, the regular season kicking off. Our boy Babano going to be going there. The Cats of Hamilton hosting the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Hamilton, the favorites in this one, minus three-and-a-half total set at 48-and-a-half. First half Hamilton minus two minus one forty on the money line total in the first half twenty four flat. Let's head to the MLB scoreboard right now. We have one game in progress. It's almost over now. Just final. The Twins beating the Mariners ten to five. It is now a final. And we have the Atlanta Braves. They're getting by Pittsburgh six to five in that baseball game. There we got uh, Tehran the win, Musgrove the loss, and Jackson save number ten for the Braves. Rest of the baseball slate. We have uh, Arizona laying 25 at Washington, eight and a half. Frankie and Feedy. Toronto minus 140 at Baltimore. Stro- Strowman versus Yanoa, total nine. Three more at 7-10. Angels, uh, Angels and Rays, Rays minus 150. Nine is your total. Skaggs and Yarborough, St. Louis at the Mets. Mets laying 50 cents, total seven. Flaherty versus DeGrom, Texas at Boston. Red Sox, Big Chalk minus 235 at eight and a half. Sampson and Son versus Price. We got 805 action, Detroit at KC uh casey uh detroit minus 130 in this baseball game boyd versus bailey eight and a half. Eight ten yankees minus 190 at the white Sox. Hap versus nova total nine and a half 840 san diego's at colorado at coors rockies minus a buck 50 11 and a half. strom and gray and at ten ten, we got the cubs and dodgers dodgers minus 180 lester versus kershaw total eight women's cup of world soccer australia they took out brazil three to two is the final in that game and we've got an update in the other game for China. They're playing. It's the final. China over South Africa. One to nothing in that soccer match. I'm Cam Stewart. As Gabe says, level one is done. Stick around. It's hour two of the Red Heat and Rage radio program here on the Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network. So stick around, everybody. Hour two with Stewart and Morenzi coming up next.
1: All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. We're All right,
2: we're, into we're in level two. radio has been After a little bit of a bumpy start, no fault of anybody. We're away, uh, evening, ever, uh, uh, we're, uh, we're off and running now. We're into level two here. Countdown is on. We're about four hours away uh, from tip off this evening. The final game ever uh, at Oracle Arena. In Oakland, California, the Golden State Warriors will move to San Francisco uh, following uh, this game, uh, they used to be in San Francisco. They moved to Oakland. Uh, whatever, it's on the other side of the bridge. But if you think tickets are expensive uh, now, and you think the fat cats um, and the the, the tech uh, the tech types have already taken over the arena, just wait till uh, they go to San Francisco. Raptors um, try to avoid a game seven and the Raptors try to avoid to become only the uh, second team in NBA history to blow a 3-1 lead as, um, of course, the Golden State Warriors of the team to do it. Uh, there's been a lot of talk over the last 24 hours of the uh, the Warriors' uh, new logo as, yeah. <laughs> as, as they move across the bay. I don't know, man. It's like uh, meet the new boss, same as the old boss, the logo. Pretty much the exact freaking same exactly. as uh, the last What's logo. New? I really don't know the difference.
0: Ooh, nice logo.
2: They say I'm the bridge it. is like a better bridge. It's more Whatever. accurate. Yeah, yeah. They used to
0: have a horrible logo. Remember when I saw the Warriors play the Vancouver Grizzlies when I was out living with my brother? Remember the old just G? Like It was so bad, man. That could have been the worst basketball game I've ever seen. They were actually two of the worst teams in the league back then. A guy just gave me tickets, Gabe. He's like, go to the game. Like I don't even want to like it's just coffee money. Like it was crazy. They were horrible.
2: I once uh, was about to buy a ticket for uh, for six dollars on the street off a of scalper for an LA Clipper That's San Antonio awesome. Spurs game. Yeah, six dollars. And uh, some dude came up to me and he goes, uh, "Save your six bucks," and he gave me a courtside seat. <laughs> exactly. I swear, <laughs> gave me a save courtside seat. Bucks. And I, I got to the seat and a guy was there. And uh, I thought to myself, well, oh, I don't really know. Do I have to talk to the guy now? Like, how do I, you know? So I said, hey, thank you so much for the ticket. He just looked at me and nodded his head. And I was like, all right, good. He doesn't want me to talk to him either. So he didn't talk to me once, like, the whole night. Uh, I sort of moved because there was it was a lot of empty seats. I moved I moved down a little bit. And, of course, in my luck camp, just as we were talking about, it was the Admiral David Robinson's rookie year. So, of course, I bet on the Spurs. And uh, David Robinson fouled out of the game in the first half, and the Clippers <laughs> won. Like one of their like only 20 games, and they won all year. If you would bet the opposite of what you do when you want to go to games, you'd be rich. Wood barrel coming up. We the North. Game time Great radio, radio continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, great, uh, great story last night with the St. Louis Blues uh, winning. Was um, the uh, the the cancer uh, patient Layla, the yeah. uh, the young girl that uh, was surprised, and they flew her in uh, for for Game Seven. She got to go on the ice after and uh, hoist uh, the uh, the Stanley Cup. Uh, nice story there, uh, Cam. Hard not to uh to get uh, choked up uh, when you when you see that.
0: No, it was awesome. <clears throat> She's been like a part of that Blues team for a long time. Really hardcore fan and nothing but class. Inviting on the ice, getting to touch the trophy, fantastic stuff. gabe really good for the Midwest too. You know, usually Chicago, the team that's had the cups. It's really nice to see St. Louis in that area, known for the Cardinals, to get their first Stanley Cup. And uh the fan base was fantastic. And uh, what a ride it was. And Hey, our buddy got paid. He wrote out the the $100,000. He didn't hedge. He was actually ripping people in the articles. Yeah, people on the internet were calling me a stooge and a moron. But you know what? Hey, who's laughing now? He wrote it out, Gabe. Got his $100,000, uh, four, $400 bet, 250 to 1. Good for him.
2: Steve Merrill uh, joins us. Uh, Steve, thanks for joining us, prosportsinfo.com. Also uh, over at coversexperts.com. Uh, Steve. So the guy bet that four hundred to one, four hundred to one, four hundred to one, uh, four hundred dollars on two hundred fifty to one for a hundred thousand dollars on the St. Louis Blues to win the uh, the Stanley Cup, and he did it purely as a fan. Uh, there was no oh, wow. there was no reasoning uh, behind it. Uh, it's a great story. He was in. He's from St. Louis. He's a big Cardinal and Blues fan. Not a not a uh, pro sports better like pretending to be anything like that. He was working at a convention in Las Vegas. The company he worked for went to Las Vegas. Um, and I guess they go to Vegas routinely. And uh, normally he budgets $500 to gamble with. So he puts aside 500 and he sort of accepts, all right, I'm going to play with $500. I'll hit the tables. Um, the convention, he worked so much, he didn't get a chance to gamble ever. He never got a chance to really hit the tables up, so... On the way out, he took his five hundred dollars and he put a hundred dollars on the Cardinals to win the World Series, and he put four hundred dollars. That's what I don't get. Like, why would like why didn't he put four hundred on the Cardinals and one hundred on the Blues? But nevertheless, <laughs> which it's would important. have made more sense. But there's that website now, great site uh, and app. Um, it's like a pawn shop for uh, for sports bettors. Uh, Prop swap. Um, so you're able to sell your ticket uh, to people. And uh, Steve, there were a lot of bids. People thought he was stupid. He was getting ripped all over the place. When they were down, people were laughing at him. Yet he never, uh, he never wavered, and he you know, he wins a hundred thousand dollars.
5: Yeah, incredible. And yeah, I don't quite get why you'd put four hundred either. You're already getting a two hundred and fifty to one payout. Like even a hundred dollars is a fantastic payout. Um, but yeah, apparently just a fan. And if that's the case, how could you hedge? Right. I mean, so it's kind of understandable. You're not, he's making that bet, not expecting to win. So I possibly hedge. Um, yeah, I'd heard what worst record in the NHL the first week of January, then they won 11 straight. I wonder when he made that play at what point during that win streak. Cause I thought maybe some sharp money was coming in because it was all based on that goalie change and, you know, the hard nosed defense. Um, but still you don't see too many last place teams make a run like that.
2: And, um, so before before the the series started, he got offered forty one thousand dollars for the ticket. He said no. And one thing too, guys, he did know the story of the guy with the Texas Tech ticket, and he goes, "I didn't want to, I don't want to end up like him." He said that earlier, but he got offered forty one thousand dollars, and then the Blues lost. Then after before game two, he got offered twenty eight thousand dollars. He said no. Uh, they won. He got offered forty eight thousand dollars before game three. Um, he said no, they lost. That's when people started to laugh and and be dickheads online. And then at game five, he got offered thirty eight thousand dollars. Before game six, he got offered seventy five thousand, and that's when I admitted I would have sold.
5: He should have because the odds of winning were seventy two percent. Yeah, I would have been so
2: stressed out. Hey, yeah. so stressed and the odds of winning, out. by
5: the way, were seventy two percent at that point.
2: Yeah, yeah, like you know, you're going into the game six. You know they lose that game six, and he got offered thirty-seven thousand nine hundred before the game last night. So at that point, you're like, "Screw it, I get it. I would have taken a seventy-five cam because I would, you know, you put four hundred in seventy-five thousand, then I just would have bet uh, on on the other yep. games. I would, I, I would have, cause I would have been too stressed. I don't even have a hundred thousand dollars on this raptor stuff. I can't imagine having a hundred thousand dollars going into game seven on Sunday. I wouldn't make it,
3: Cam.
0: And Stephen and Gabe, uh listen, listen to this. That line went up to a buck eighty some spots with heavy juice, a buck eighty-five. I have the blues, Gabe. I thought about hedging with Boston. Game seven, their backyard, but the numbers didn't make sense. If that line was like a buck thirty or whatever, I would have done it. But because it went so high, I just said screw it. I'm riding out the blues, it turned out to be good. And the only reason was because the line was so inflated for game seven. I can't believe the Bruins went off at a buck eighty, $1. eighty-five. That, that's crazy.
5: And Steve. And home ice uh, advantage remains one of the most overrated yeah. aspects in all of postseason. It of is. Sport. The most overrated.
0: Yes.
2: You said it, Steve. True.
0: But can
5: we can we say the same thing about home
2: court and basketball now in the NBA, or is this no. just an anomaly, what's going on in, in the finals here?
5: Well, I mean, what is it? 81% of Game 7s win at home in the NBA. So uh, historically, no. that has been pretty strong. And the reason being, guys, is that the officials determine a lot more of the basketball game than the hockey game. I mean, granted, a power play is much more important than one or two fouls. But um, home court in the NBA is worth more than home ice in the NHL regular season and postseason. Uh, so, I yeah, agree. I think that's the one thing going against yeah. the Raptors tonight. But, yeah, Toronto's been the better team. Shoot, they were the better team in every game, guys. Even in game yeah. five, you look at that disparity from three-point line, and they still have a six-, seven-point lead late in the fourth quarter.
2: No, they have been. They just weren't uh, able to to close it out. So I, I agree, and you know I'd say with baseball too. I think though home court, home ice, and everything, home field, sort of starts to mean less. Uh, and in fact, look New England uh, beat uh, beat Kansas City. Kansas City had home field advantage in the NFL this year. They beat them controversially, but they beat them. Rams beat the Saints in a conference championship game controversially, but both road teams won. Uh, so you know we've seen road teams win. Uh, right now we we talk about and Steve I think I'm not going to deny that listen playing at home is an advantage uh, in the long haul uh, percentage wise but when it comes to winning a championship and I think there's a lot of added pressure playing at home and look at the St. Louis Blues had an opportunity to win the Stanley Cup on home ice they got ran out of their own building they were better on the road a lot of teams sort of get caught up with the pressure at home for one reason or another
5: yeah, and I think a team like Golden State feeds off of it just because of the way Curry yeah, plays. they are you not one those, of those, those teams, you know, right. rhythms. <laughs> Although, yeah, with, with that said, though, Gabe, you know, look, they lost to the Clippers twice at home in the first round. So go figure, and that was with Duran in the lineup. Um, they're definitely not the same Warriors team, and if you don't have Durant for a little bit of Game 5, they don't probably win. What did he hit, five three-pointers, and they win by a point? So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Golden State win. By the way, the play to make, guys, and – not available everywhere, but some of the offshores right now, they have Toronto minus two and a half for game seven. I would load up on Toronto because if they win tonight, you just get a refund. But if they do lose tonight, you've got the better team at home lane, just two and a half, because I wouldn't discount it any just because they lose tonight. I could see them coming a little bit flat after blowing a chance to clinch it at home in game five. And I don't think it's not that they don't want to win on the road, but they would love to win it at home. But I would really like them in that game seven spot if it comes to that. Oh, God. You can't screw yeah. around,
0: though, Steve. Like, you can't screw That's... around. Like hey, Look at Moretzi's He's having a heart attack, Steve.
5: You gotta, I, I got to believe. Oh, no, I'm not saying they're not <laughs> going to try not <laughs> to win. At, I'm not saying at that at guy. all, but I can see them being a little flat, maybe. <laughs>
0: well, I'm not even exaggerating.
5: I, I'm sick to my stuff. Uh, I,
0: lo- like. I love them tonight, Gabe. I lo- I'm, I'm, hey, I'm on the Blues last night as a pooch. I'm on the Raptors money line, this Oracle stuff, oh, building. You know what? This is the story. You lost your final game in your arena. To Steve's point, they've been better in every single aspect, every single game. They brought their B and D, C game and lost by one point. The last game, they've won two games in their barn already. I'm telling you, Gabe, unless like why, if he does his thing, I see, va- I see value from the Raptors tonight. Like I, I I'm getting plus plus one thirty on the money line. Like, I'll take it Like
2: all Steve, day. You're the first person. And to me, it seems like it's almost logical that the Warriors would be the play tonight. I think that you could argue they're being disrespected. You're the first half, first guy we've had on in a couple of days. It's like doesn't really think the Raptors mock it up and I I i i my opinion doesn't mean anything at this the time. I'm beaten down, I'm a fan, I'm just worn out. This is just frustrated and I'm kinda of concerned for coming into the game, but we'll hit the referee on the other side, with Merrill, and I have friends game type Steve Harrell uh, with uh, Sam Stewart. Countdown is on NBA Finals, Game 6. Oracle, 9 o'clock Eastern uh, this evening on uh, ABC. And uh, TSN uh, this evening, I believe, uh, in uh, Canada. Um, as far as the referees are concerned, from a Raptor perspective, it couldn't get much better, actually. Mark Davis, Kane Fitzgerald, David Guthrie will be the three officials uh, this evening. Sean Wright is the alternate. And I've actually stated, I think Kane Kane Fitzgerald's probably the best referee in the NBA uh, right now. So congratulations to him uh, for getting the call. Now, Mark Davis is an interesting uh, call. Mark Davis is well-respected by players. They think he's a good referee, uh, but they think that he he talks too much. And he mouths off at players like he gets into sort of smack talk uh, with players back and forth. And I do remember in a game against the Milwaukee Bucks, he got it, The Greek freak got into it with him and uh, the Raptors did win that game. Um, the Raptors are nine and oh this year. When Mark Davis is official uh, officiated nine and zero. the Warriors are three and five uh, and the Warriors have had run-ins uh, with Mark Davis in the past. Draymond's had run-ins uh, with them. And, I think that it sort of correlates here why the Raptors would be 9-0, Steve and Cam. But I'll start with you, Steve. Mark Davis, and I've been talking about this. We talk a lot about the NBA officials and how they all sort of live up to their reputation. The two worst officiated games in this series was the Scott Foster game and then the, uh, the Malloy game the other night. And Foster and Malloy are known as the biggest hitmen. Foster hasn't been around, guys, since game two. He's going to rear his ugly head for game seven. If I'm the Raptors, I, I got to close tonight, man. You got Mark Davis. You got Cain Fitzgerald. You're 3-0 and in the playoffs with these guys. All right? You're 9-0. You're 9-0 in the regular season. And I think a big thing is Mark Davis doesn't like people that mouth off. Golden State are a really mouthy team. So Golden yep. State are 3-5 and with him because they chirp about everything all the time. And he doesn't care who you are. He melts off, and he he takes it, and he'll he'll call you up uh, for it. Meanwhile, the Raptors shut up. The Raptors don't pitch besides Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is like the only guy that complains on the Raptors. So I think it's kind of an advantage, and I'm telling you, man, it's going to be Malloy again, or it's going to be Scott Foster in Game 7, guys. If you're the Raptors, you got to end this tonight. What do you make of the official, Steve?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think the big question is, does he get more worked up being at home with Golden State or on the road? Because I definitely think it's a disadvantage for Golden State. You know, if he gets into it with the players, would he feed off the home energy, getting more mad at him or is he the type of guy that would do it on the road? Um, a guy like Draymond Green, as you said, Gabe, is the first one that comes to mind for me. I've been looking at the props. I'd love to find, you know, will there be a technical foul called in the game? I'd love the yes on that for a reason like that. Plus, it's, you know, a do-or-die game. You could see Kerr maybe picking one up if it got down to crunch time and they are out of it. Um, I think Draymond Green in general, maybe you want to look at some of the unders on his points and stuff, because if he ends up in foul trouble, he'll be limited. It's tough, though, to play any warrior under right now without Kevin Durant out there, because you know other guys are going to have to pick it up. Stephon Curry's at 33 points for the over-under. I mean, basically the only way you could play that's the over, even though it's priced in already.
2: Um, the injury is starting to catch up. So, of course, Kevin Durant's going to be out once again. Uh, Kevon Looney's going to be a game-time decision. Uh, we're trying to, uh, we'll try to get uh, a little bit more... Uh, information as far as that's concerned so steve your gut uh your gut's telling you that this is going seven huh
5: no i i like toronto i think they're the better team um <laughs> it just would not surprise me to see them not play well that's why i love the game seven play uh, because if you have nothing yeah to me lose, too i like if, toronto if play, it
2: wouldn't surprise me not to play well
5: that's the right problem. But, but, but yeah but if you play them now that that minus two and a half i think is that number's too short i mean unless the Unless the public and the odds makers drastically overreact to something that happens tonight, you know, if Toronto loses by 20, then maybe the line would be higher. Um, but, yeah, I don't think that happening. And I'm with Cam. I think if you play, play Toronto, you play them on the money line. Because, first of all, the as you said, Gabe, the points has not mattered in any game yet. And the last four, the underdog has won outright the last four games. Um, so, I doubt the spread matters again tonight at 2.5. Steve Merrill yep. with us.
2: Yep, all money line A total,
0: Cap. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not asking about the total. Steve's gonna stick around for a while. We, I don't know if we want any any opinion
2: on the total. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, I, you know, it's funny, guys. The only total I used in this series was the over in Game Five the other night, and I was feeling pretty good about it when they put up over 60 points in the first quarter, and Durant was five for five from three point range. And then uh, the second half just sucked all the life out of that play. I think yeah, they had a 44 point weird, third out. quarter and like a 47 point fourth. Um, so yeah, I'm probably stay away from the total tonight.
2: So, uh, Steve, uh, before we get chatting, what's the deal? Uh, no NASCAR this week? Are they off again?
5: Father's Day.
2: Father's Day, that's right. Yeah, so they do Mother's Day and Father. Father's
0: Day, right? That's uh, they, yeah,
5: They're all like NASCAR. Um, Very
0: family-oriented. Uh, Very family-oriented. It oriented. Is.
5: Well, unless you're one of the lower-tier series drivers, because the truck series is Saturday night, and the Xfinity is Sunday afternoon, like 5.30 Eastern. Um. By the way, next week, guys, the road course Sonoma, It'll be the last race on Fox until they switch over, so it'll be Darrell Waltrip's last race ever. He's retiring, so there'll be a lot of uh, oh. big stuff going on next week.
2: All right, we'll check that. I've always, I have always I like the Sonoma race. I like to go there, drink a bunch of wine, and watch NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's in wine country, Cam. It's up in Yo, any yeah, Hill.
0: Sonoma's beautiful. Yeah, no, that's a that's, that's prime real estate there. You're right. Yeah, instead of drinking uh, natural light in bush, you're drinking yeah. wine. It's a high-end race.
2: Yeah. <laughs> high-end, high yeah, exactly. I always love they it. Turn Steve, left watching. and right. Yeah, and they, they go up and down and hills.
0: Right. That's cool. So it's kind of like a road, like a, like a, those old uh, school road races a lot more. That's cool. Yeah, that it is they a road go both trip. directions.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, 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 it it's a road race. They only have two road race courses: uh, Watkins Glen and uh, Sonoma, and they're totally different. They're they're nothing alike. And they have
5: that roval now, right, Steve? That's right. I forgot about that. They didn't have that in the, Struth- the other weeks. So I guess that. Will that be in the chase again, I assume. They had it last year in October. Yeah, supposed to be. Trademark, the Robo. You just owe somebody some money right now. Don't sing happy birthday. You'll owe them even more. Yeah, I know. Mike Cardano, our boss, thought I invented it. He goes, did you just invent the word Robo?
2: I'm like, no, no, no.
5: (laughs) I I wish. You wish he did. did. (laughs) The the Robo. Not only did he not, but the lawyers who did contacted him right after the show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Robo. So, yeah, they're off again. I was wondering about that. I saw that there's only odds for the two fifty race. You're right.
5: Um, I don't feel like they're so. normally off on Father's Day, by the way. I think they are. Maybe they I I feel like they're not off in June like this normally, but maybe I'm. They used
2: I'm
5: to do. It used to be Easter and Mother's Day only. They had that Saturday race, remember, on one of those, which they normally didn't. Yeah. So I think that's why they're off this week. That's exactly so what why. Why don't
2: they race on they Saturday a, on yeah. Father's Day?
5: Like, what's more, on more Easter Day.
2: or Father's Day?
5: No, I think it was. I think it was Mother's Day Saturday. They raced back in May. Oh, that's Kansas. Right. That's right. So that's exactly why, Gabe. Which I like. I like the week off a little bit later here in the year than in May. So it worked out. Uh, Easter was extremely make, late this year. That's why it was a very late it make Easter. it more sense it, yeah.
2: on Father's Day that you'd want to go to the race with your father yeah. or watch the race with your father, or at least do it on a
0: different. Do it on the the if Father's Day is officially Sunday. Do it on the Saturday. So you can have have like Father's Day weekend type of thing, right? Like I'm with you, Gabe. That's a good call. You want to go to the
2: race with your yeah. dad, right? If he's a racing fan. Excellent yeah. point.
5: It's an excuse. Yeah, I I'd like it to hold the lawn, was...
2: but I'm going to the NASCAR race <laughs> with <what you say.
5: laughs> exactly. I think what Easter was about as late as it could be though. Easter was like April twenty first and then Mother's Day was like May 9th. So they didn't want to have two off weeks like within four weeks, is my guess. Um but yeah, otherwise it wouldn't make much sense.
2: Yeah, uh, Steve Merrill, so no NASCAR. I haven't looked at the baseball. I'm all about the basketball tonight. Have you looked at the baseball, Steve?
5: Yeah, not too much jumps out. I mean, it's the dog days of summer. Um, obviously, if the series ends tonight, we'll have nothing but baseball for what? About, I guess, a little less than two months? When's the NFL preseason? Early August, probably. And um, got the wind. CFL out tonight, right now.
0: tonight, but I do have go. an update. We have tornado warnings outside of Hamilton, Gabe. This game uh, is actually borderline right now. Funnel clouds. uh oh. Wow.
5: <laughs>
0: never end. <laughs> it never ends. Every time you come at rain, like every Raptor game, Steve, it's like a-, a torrential downpour. We had a lightning storm where the power went out like earlier. Like Gabe comes down, it's pissing rain. Like we have not had a sunny Raptors day or whatever, and, and now a tornado. Like it never ends, Morensi. It's like bad Good luck.
2: Fact. That whole Jurassic Park stuff. Yeah, they got to um, go inside. Yeah. They got to let them in the arena. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they were. They actually said they were going to announce it at 5 o'clock. We'll look into that. About They were going to oh. tell people to watch the game in the arena, actually.
5: Uh, let's see. We'll get an update on that. Uh. By the way, did you see the St. Louis fans not only filled the arena, but they filled Bush Stadium as well last night. That was uh, Oh, impressive. yeah, and it was pissing rain, Steve. You see that? It was. It was raining, it was, I believe. Yeah, it was.
0: That looked awesome. No, that was a good party. No. Blues fans deserve it, man. They've been through. They've had heartbreaking losses, like in in the history of that team. So close. It's it's actually nice that, that they got it done. Boston wins all the
5: time. So happy for that. <laughs> only the Capitals could have this happen. They they beat an expansion first year team for their first Cup title, which kind of takes a little bit of it away. And then the very next year, a team with a longer drought than the Capitals wins it. I mean, <laughs> only, only Washington could time it like that. Uh, you, got your, you got your cup. Yeah, so cups right? are I
0: Steve, I don't care if it's against Vegas. A cup's a cup. Look at the Leafs. They blow, right? At least you got a cup.
5: You know what I'm saying? By the way, guys, I mean, after that game seven loss to Carolina, in which they dominated the first three periods, you got to figure the Caps probably won another cup this year because I, I think they were probably better than Boston in the seven-game series. And it really was a cakewalk for everybody after that. I mean, Boston swept Carolina right after that. Um, The, the Caps really let one get away this year. As they have the problem the is, I guess that's nothing new. Yeah,
2: no, look, and we'll see that the Capitals, look, man, Ovechkin partied harder than anybody had ever partied after winning a championship in any sport. The guy went on yeah. a three-month bender. They they, 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 they had a, it. It was sort of up and down. They, it, One thing that was weird, uh, Steve, they won the Stanley Cup, but they cheaped out, and they didn't pay the coach to come ahead. And Barry yeah. Trotz is such a good coach, he turned the New York Islanders into a dominant team. And, you know, so they, they were it was the Stanley Cup hangover, the booze hangover and uh, and a new coach. I wonder if O V has another run in him, probably does, but he might be satisfied, you know, like yeah. just getting that. He's had a hell of a career. He's a champion. He can't take it away from him. Steve Merrill. ProSportsInfo.com covers experts. Thanks for the time, Steve. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Game time decisions ready to make radio fantasy sports radio network continues. Radio, I'm Marenzi, throwing it down to it. A Countdown to uh, NBA Finals Game 6 is on. A little uh, past 9 o'clock uh, here this evening. Uh, there's uh, bad weather once again uh, in Toronto uh, right now. I just checked, and I don't see any update. It said that uh, they gave wristbands to people that were waiting in line to get into Jurassic Park. And uh, now they're telling them they're going to tell them at six o'clock whether they can stay outside or whether they're going to come into the arena uh, or not. You know, at this point, just you know, I get it. Just open up the doors to the arena, Cam. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's enough. I'm surprised they haven't already. To be honest with you, they would actually sell it out and fill it up. Like it would be packed if they just put the game on inside.
0: That's what they should do, you know what I mean? It's also easier, like it's one of those things like Jurassic Park's cool, but I got to tell you Gabe, I think just doing it in the arena makes so much more sense just for the cops and everybody else too, right? You know what I mean? Everything's contained in there too. Like St. Louis did it in their building, then they had it at Busch Stadium or whatever, and you still have the party outside, but I got to tell you man, like I I think it's a great idea. And yeah, there's like threats of lightning and all this other stuff. Yeah, just let them in, let them enjoy it in the arena. I think that's a way Plus, better plan. To be I'm made. with you.
2: Exactly, concessions like you could turn this into a real like cash. That Park, that little Jurassic Park thing. It only holds like fourteen hundred people. Like the actual in front of the stage and right, right there. They there's a fence and they really, really, they really uh, funnel it off. It's it's like a maze in there. Now everyone else on the street is behind Jurassic Park. It's all called Jurassic Park per se, but not everybody has a great. You, and they actually only sell beer in that in that enclosed area so people would actually prefer to go inside you'd be you'd get twenty thousand yeah, sure. people in there and then you have the the lingers uh watch outside uh after after the fact me personally i would rather watch it in the arena than, than outside on I the would screen it's a hell do. of a lot uh hell of a lot more sense but you know whatever's going to happen is going to happen cam and um it's been a hell of a ride it feels like it was like 2 years ago man that they played against the orlando magic and they lost game 1 of the of the playoffs oh i know and and here we are right now it's frustrating that we didn't close it out on monday but at the same point in time i'm going to use the old cliche and craig barube craig barube uh brought this up uh yesterday before the game uh, when asked about, you know, it was disappointing you didn't wrap it up on home ice, how do you feel about going into Game 7? He gave the cliche, if you would have told me three months ago that I'd be in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals, I would have taken it. Yes. And same thing as the Raptors, right? Yeah, We have to forget about Monday, and basically, you would have told me, listen, Morancy, the Raptors are going to be up 3-2 in the NBA Finals, man. You know, you take it. If, you know, if we're really the champions, we can win tonight. You know, I'm not saying we can't win game seven, but I will not be able to handle this. Like, it's just going to be too freaking much, man, like uh, going into Sunday, Cam. Like, just I'm already on edge right now. Um, I've been frustrated all week about this. I've been talking about this for like a week and a half, two weeks now, actually. I just want this to be over. It's just too exhausting, man. It's like uh, it's like a World Cup that never ends. And it's like I said the other the other day, man. We had them up. We were up by six. I thought we we're going to win a championship for real. It was going to be off the hook. It would have been one of the best nights ever. And it's like we robbed the bank successfully, Cam. But you know, we forgot. We forgot. Like uh, you know, we forgot a bag with tools that we use with our fingerprints all over them. And now yeah. we got to break back in. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we already packs, did it, guys. We just evidence. did this. I feel yeah. like Millhouse. We did it. It took eight hours, but we did it. It's done. Yeah, like, that's, that's how I feel now. It's like, man, we've already done this, guys. Like, really? Like, we're running out of racetrack here. All right? You screw up again tonight, and then suddenly it's a freaking toss-up against arguably the greatest exactly. team in the history of the NBA. All right? Like, you right. guys put yourself in this position. Get yourself out of it tonight. Uh, like, I, I can't lie to you, I'm not I'm not feeling great about this, but it is what it is. Whatever's going to happen,
0: we felt, it doesn't matter yeah, how gonna, I feel. I, yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell you something. How did you feel on Monday? That didn't work out. Maybe you should feel like shit because it's going to be the opposite. Another thing is, with Toronto, it'll shake off it'll shake off a curse. So many other things are happening. Gabe, They had a six point lead in that game. They played they played like junk that game. That was like, they didn't play well at all. And they still at the end of the game before Clay Thompson hit shots. These guys go off and they yeah, lose yeah, by, one, I know. by one damn point. Like, I, I, I don't know what everyone's like. I, the way I see it is, if they play their game and don't get rattled, I think they can go in there and win this game by almost double digits. That's what I feel about it. I'm not, I'm not saying this as a fan. I'm saying this as a realist. I think they win the game between, like, 7 and 11 points tonight. Like, I think they get it done. So, you know, give me the Raptors with the points and the money line. I think, I think it's a good, good spot. They played horribly and still almost won. If they play a good game tonight, they're a better, deeper team than Golden State. The difference is Curry can go off at any time, and Clay can't. You can you contain those guys, you just let them human, let the other guys beat you, let the other guys on the team beat you. It's, um, I'm telling you, I, I feel very. I, I'm not saying confident, but you know, I have, I have a different feeling I like about it. it tonight.
2: All right, I like I like where you go with this. There's no reason they can't win. They just don't choke, man. Yeah, <laughs> pretty simple. Like. Just go out there and freaking do it. You have the best player on the court, Kawhi Leonard. I Still, for the love of God, I don't know, why the hell would you call a timeout when Kawhi Leonard scored 100 points in a row? Exactly. It's just like, are you kidding me, man? Are you freaking kidding me? All right, uh, Yang. um, As I've stated in the past, listen, Yang pitched a shutout yesterday. Great job, a great job uh, today. But we're going to need, like, um, you know, you're going to need some sort of bell or, like, you know, some sort of alert. uh... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause me and Cam have a very, very difficult time uh contacting Yang. Like it's like the only time we can get his attention is on the air, actually. Uh we have a communication uh system that's clearly, clearly broken down. Uh hey, but buddy. that yeah, yeah. That's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be part of the uh the summer purge.
6: Yeah. I'll like, pay a little we... more attention to the email, buddy. I was over there editing the the oh. last hour, sorry.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um Yeah yeah. I was gonna say, like, do we even like use this Gmail chat anymore?
6: Yeah. I got you. I got your stuff all set ready to go, buddy. <laughs> all
2: right. So also check the, uh, the system here. Uh there's there's a new song that we started playing this morning. It's a new hit starring Bob from Vermont. Do you have that? Uh <laughs> do you see that poking around? No, nah, I didn't
6: see that. Thank I wasn't you. even informed of that until now. You just said it. I love yeah, Bob. Yeah, I, I love
0: Bob in Vermont, but uh, he only calls when the Bruins wins. You notice when St. Louis wins, uh,
2: I, I I see tumbleweed. How about he congratulations, faced the, to us? He he faced the music. Oh, he did good. He, good. Yeah, he faced he faced the music. He called the morning show. Nice. Uh, yeah, he called the morning show, but yeah, we need. Uh, I'm a little on edge and stuff. I think Bob's song uh, from this morning can uh, can ease the mood uh, a little bit uh, here. And they actually forwarded to me uh, an email, but like I said, we have a mass communication issue here between us and other shows, and um,
6: Well, if you have an email, you can uh, email it to me on the uh, FNTSY producer email. I'll be able to get it. I'll get it. All right. Victor Hovland's one under,
0: Gabe. Sorry, he's two under. T 9 Good start. Who's he in top 20? Like 23-1? 23-1? to
2: one? God. All right, here it is. Yeah, I'm going to forward this to you now, uh, Yang. All right, buddy. Play the uh, hey song.
6: Waiting right. for it to come, that's all.
2: Hey. All right, it'll, it'll be on the way. And when we go to a break in a minute, we'll play the uh, the new Maestro Fresh West. And, yeah, uh, there we go. Yeah, Maestro well, Fresh West kicked out a new song called Jurassic Park, actually. Yep. And uh, it's and, not uh, one of these cheesy sports songs. It's actually, it's actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, and Pete sent us another one with our boy there, too, Gabe. Yeah, Louis uh, Rankin. New, yeah, New Louis. So we got a, a montage here. It's like yeah, a, we got a lot of stuff.
2: wedding. Let's we'll keep yeah, it yeah, going. Yeah. All the heads. Yeah, it's like a Polish wedding. The toilets, he was up and down all night. Um, you could say that a about a well. Scottish wedding, too. That's a Steve Ludzik live.
0: I love how Polish, yeah, it's true. Like, Polish people and Scottish people, like, how many times am I going to hear the expression Scot-free? Like, there's other people that are tight, too, you know? But anyway, you're right. The toilet seat at a Polish wedding, very similar to the Scottish uh, toilet seat as well, up and down. The Poles and but, Scots actually have a lot in common when it comes to drinking.
2: Well, they're both drunk all the time. Excellent point, Gabe. Yeah, that's. I'd what say that's about all they have in common. <laughs> Yeah, that's true yeah like you said we're keeping Yang busy today we got a lot a lot of video a lot a lot of I, audio videos he answers you said. like you
0: you've you've heard me today he hasn't answered me once like you get through to him eventually because he knows you're the captain of the team and i'm the assistant captain and he, he, he talks to you a lot more sometimes i i, I don't know
6: what's going on i'm talking now nah, I, I love you guys both the same man like you know <laughs> I, like, yeah, you know, yeah, I but... like I like Cam more than I do like Gabe, because Gabe, like, you know, he types the big cap letters, and, you know, he gets on yeah. my nerve and makes me sweat and perspire, makes my hands clammy. He makes my hands clammy, too. there, Yeah, I've sent a
2: couple of messages already today, Cam, like a couple of caps, like, yeah. yo, what's going on? Yeah, have some
6: I even tried to forward it to myself, but. Yeah. He's sending all caps now? <laughs> clam chowder style, nice.
2: He even
0: spelled it especially
6: <laughs> wrong. He spelled it especially. <laughs> I
0: was like, oh, sick. he's pissed
6: off. Yeah, yeah. we am
2: not worried about spelling. I'm just trying to get the point across. Just trying to try to get the point across right here. All right, so um, yeah, we're lighting this stuff up. Um, did, did, we'll play the Bob on the other side, and we'll get to Louis Rankin on the other side. I'm gonna have to check Louis because Louis does drop some F-bombs sometimes here. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll get to Louis a little bit later on, uh, but we're going to a break in a minute. So why don't you just take us out now? Um, Play the uh, Jurassic Park Maestro Fresh West. This will get us hyped up for the game here tonight. New, uh, uh, new uh, Maestro Fresh West featuring Rich Kid.
1: When I kill him with a scene, know me and yeah, body, anybody, for the team, beat ball the block, the with a shot, the when with a what he Any want to come better know better with a mouth. Any want to you know should be like
2: their, their player intro.
1: Yeah, Jump up. Yeah. You jump you up. You jump up. You jump you jump. You jump up. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. 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 Next man. Look. I don't care if a man comes through and it seemed too tough. See the Raptors uh,
2: cool. has it
1: head you're hip hop and rap
2: what think do you think? He's
5: pretty
6: Good man I think I'm a little better Please do not panic
1: you jump decision continues. <laughs>
2: All right, uh, show is uh, flying by here. Game time decision. Ready to raise radio. I am Marenzi. Fantasy Sports uh, Radio uh, Network. Uh, Cam Stewart uh, throwing it down. So the countdown is on. Uh, we're now moving into uh, three-hour territory. Uh, leading into uh, the NBA Finals of this evening. The final game ever played uh, at Oracle uh-huh. Arena this evening. What I find interesting, Cam, is all day long, the number has stayed at uh, at two and a half. I agree. It's crazy. Uh, but the money line has been bouncing around. That's what I find interesting, that it hasn't moved from the two and a half. But earlier in the day, the Raptors were like plus 124. It went down to plus 118 and then down to plus 116, even though the number didn't move from the two and a half. Now it's gone back up to the plus 124. 25 uh yeah. Warriors are minus 148 over under now two eleven and a half and a half at fan Warriors two and a half 148 Raptors two and a half plus 124 total two eleven and a half. and a half um a little bit of value here if you do think that uh, Golden State are going to come back and, and win the series they're paying plus 260 uh right now uh Stefan Curry would be the most valuable player Uh, for the Golden State Warriors if they win, but he's plus 240 uh, right now, so you actually get 20 cents more if you do like the Warriors. We played Kawhi Leonard at plus 245 to be the most valuable player before the series started. Right now, he is currently minus 323 Mm. to be the most valuable player. Minus 323. And uh, Cam, I can't lie, my pockets are a little light right now after the trips. Um, yeah, and I everything guess, else in between. Money. It'd be nice I to win this burn. and win this tonight so I can go cash these tickets tomorrow. I agree 100%. That's the thing. Sometimes
0: the futures market takes a little bit of patience, but you'll be happy if they do cash. You walk up there, put the ticket in, and get a wad full of money. It's the way to play it. Sometimes, you know, you can play games on an individual basis, but look what's happened, Gabe, with the blues oh, and right. all this stuff. Hey, our, our, our portfolios have been very, very, hey, we're getting older in life. You got to get smarter, right? Like, it's one of those things. You're not going to be perfect. You're going to have bad days. We're going to get drunk. You're going to make some bad bets. But certain things, like, especially in big-time series, finals, the numbers are manipulated, so you can find good opportunities when teams are down by one game only.
2: Here's our new hit featuring Bob from Vermont.
6: Hey! (laughs)
2: <laughs> hey. hey, 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 let's get you gone.